Okay, who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Oh, 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 pick me, pick me, pick me. Discover presents Next with DJ Hoppa. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome next with DJ Hoppa. I am DJ Hoppa, and I am very excited to have these guys here. Fox Tracks is in the building. Yo, what's up? How are, you? how are you, fellas? You doing good? Chilling, man. All right. I'm excited to have you guys. You, you guys are originally from New York, but I think now you live here in L.A., right? That's okay, true. awesome. And you guys uh, formed this band in 2015. Tell us a little bit about how you guys found each other and how, you, how this whole Fox Tracks thing came about. Yes, John and Jared are actually brothers, these two folks right here. What's up? People, I, can, I see the resemblance. People actually, on a side note, people think that John and I are brothers sometimes. <laughs> well, the three of you could be brothers. We're triplets. We're just we, trying we, to pull the kings of Leon. Twins, no doubt. <laughs> we, are, we are definitely brothers kindred, in music. kindred spirits for yeah, sure. Um, yeah, we all went to separate colleges, and we never played music. We were from the same town, but we never played music growing up together. Mm. It was really just kind of a weird fate situation. Um, I actually was traveling after college, and... John was doing some other work. Jared was doing some other work. And we just kind of came back and weirdly, like, texted each other. Like, hey, we should jam, even though yeah. we've never done that before. <laughs> and it was pretty, like, pretty amazing chemistry, like, from the get-go. It was right. one of those. Like, what was whoa. the first song that you guys jammed out to? Was there a song that you guys got in and started to work on? We actually just started jamming one day and uh, created a song. And it ended up being On the Run, one of the first songs we ever put out. And it was uh, a song off our uh, first EP, The Cabin. Look at that. Boom. That's crazy. Yeah, right out the gate. So it was, it was meant to be, is what you're saying. For totally. sure. I mean, I think that any great band you, you like listen to, like Killers and Coldplay, right, or whoever, Kings of mm. Leon, like, you ever read about their entry story? And they always, like, make these, like, sweet songs, like, right off the jump. I think they're just, like, such good energy mm. when a band first starts. It's the right. freshest, most organic it'll probably ever be for any band, you know? So how do you keep it fresh and organic then, you know, several years later? What do you, is there something that you guys keep in mind for that and keep that energy there? Lots of green juices, man. Uh, just, I was going to say just drugs, all day. but... <laughs> That's the secret. That's the secret. Um, got it. Well, I think one of the cool things that I read about you guys was um, around the Cabin EP, this was, I assume that this was named the Cabin EP because you guys... Went to a cabin to record some of these songs. Yes. Yeah. Totally yeah. true. Yeah, we're uh, we're uh, adventure seekers, man. We like to do some strange things. We people always ask us all these questions, like, "Oh, why did you record the cabin? Or you moved to LA? Why'd you do that?" And like, when we really like take a step back out of our weird lives, which are so all of our friends like they live in one place and they just like stay there, right? Which is a strange thing for us. <laughs> Everything right. we, we've done in our entire career so far has been on a whim. Mm. Like, move to LA, like. Okay, yeah, let's go. Did you guys move to LA all at the same time too? Yeah, yeah. we were okay. a band in New York actually at the time, and we were just right. like, uh, like I was saying, man, just uh, let's do it for the story, man. Like you know, <laughs> nice. Get out to LA, nice. All, all like young bands, you look back in their stories, and you just when you're young, you, you're naive, you don't think about anything. We're still young. I mean, we still feel super green in LA and naive, and you just, it allows you to just take. Risks. risks that right. on paper are really stupid. <laughs> right, right. Years later, you'll look back at that and be like, that was really dumb. But Why like, did we do that? It's like, what would compel us to go to North Carolina or move across the country knowing not really anybody at all? Mm. Like, there's no really good explanation for that. Mm. But, you know, I'm really glad we did. Do you feel like the bond has become tighter between you guys because you put yourselves in those kinds of situations where it's like, hey, it's just us. We, we got to... Come together and make this happen. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, amazing. I, I love that. Uh, well, you guys put out this Cabin EP. Um, that did really well. Um, you're now following that up with this second EP that is coming out shortly here. Um, tell me a little bit about the process, the difference between recording that first EP and then working on this second EP. I mean, I think just right from the jump like having a great producer in the room mm. makes a humongous difference like we were so ignorant and naive of anything recording wise we thought we were like yo we are probably the next Beatles and <laughs> we, we actually had a moment at the, sorry to cut you off when we were recording the, the cabin if you were like writing it in the in the cabin in the woods and like there was a moment where we just had like one microphone in the room right. recording it and there was like this weird like metronome like on that was like going through the recording as well and we're like thinking to each other like 
this is the record right here. Like, yeah, like this is the record. Like, this is this is all we're gonna put this whole thing out. Like, is it strange that our first EP with one mic is as good as Abbey Road? <laughs> you gotta have self confidence. You gotta believe in yourselves. Yeah, well, you know, we definitely do. Uh, maybe to a fault at points, but um, I think as you get a little further down the track, kind of realize, okay, like there's definitely limitations to what mm. your capabilities are. And we had Ben Ralston and Alexander Wolf come and produce this next EP for us. It was, they're such cool dudes. And it's like, I don't know, when you think of a producer, it seems like very like rigid, but actually just like, yeah, let's just like chill out and jam bros. Like mate, that, that last bit was like, fits better with this other bit. It's like right on. And it was actually like supernatural. And we're just so much better now. Right. That the opportunities to make our songs better are yep. just endless. Really. Right. Right. And when you go into a situation like that, where now you've got other people that are almost essentially outsiders initially, right? Coming into the process. What is it that, you know, I guess if you're telling other musicians or, or other, you know, people in bands or singer songwriters about like how to deal with that one experience. I mean, this is something that's fairly fresh for you guys. Uh, what advice would you give somebody out there in terms of going into that situation with an outsider that's now coming in as a producer? Yeah, I mean, I think it's super important. You know, you need that distance. I think as an artist, you get really close to your project. Mm. And sometimes that's, I mean, that's a beautiful thing. You have to be close to it. You have to be invested, but it can cloud your, your vision a little bit. Right, um, right. So I think if there's one piece of advice, just be open. Listen, yeah. you know. Yeah. So sometimes it's better to just listen and not talk and take somebody's advice and try it a couple of different ways and all of a sudden you're going to find that you're expanding your own artistic creative side just by being open to somebody else's point of view that i mean i feel like that's rule number one in any studio session right is that like you can't come in with this like rigid mentality of this is exactly how it's going to go and that's all i see and i've got these blinders on because that's a recipe for disaster uh, well, I, I appreciate you guys giving some advice out there to people um, that are, you know, aspiring musicians as well. I want to talk about um, this song, Great Morning, because this is the first song off of the new EP. It's already out. It's already been doing well. Um, tell me a little bit about this song before we play it here. Uh, this one kind of came about a little bit earlier, and we actually weren't good enough to execute what ended up being the actual song it came out much more hip hop sounding than hmm. we had wanted it to be like that when we started, but we just like, I don't know, we're rock and roll kids. So the idea of like playing hip hop is not natural to us really at all. Um, but it kind of fit the vibe of the song, which is very like, I don't know. I think it's this whole EP in general and this song too is think about coming to grips with like being a young artist and how hard that is. Mm. It's really difficult, man. Like, uh, you know, most of my friends aren't like, yeah, you know, well, I thought like either be like in marketing or banking or like artist, you right. know, that that wasn't their choice. So you have to fight back against that. And that can be challenging, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so for us, it's like super cool to articulate that in songs and then finally be good enough as a band to express those emotions the right way, which mm. takes some time, you know, you need right. to be mature to play like dope. Hip hop, you know? Yeah. It's hard, yeah. man. Just like sit back and be awesome. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, being awesome is very difficult. It can be very difficult to be awesome. Um, tell me a little bit more about the lyrical content of Grey Morning. It's kind of really more of like, um, sometimes you're really down about everything that's happening around you. Like you don't, not everything goes your way. Like most things don't. And then sometimes it just becomes overwhelming. You, you don't know how to respond to that. And in my mind, it's always been a gray morning that is what is when you wake up and like it's already raining it's already dark you're wearing sweatpants like you could be eating dinner it's eight it's like 10 a.m you know like mm. nothing goes according to plan that day the day is over now mm. like because it's gray or out and right. it's not sunny and you know it's like oh it's you when you when you live in la there aren't a lot of gray mornings no not at all but when we were living in new york there's plentiful <laughs> yes <laughs> there's many gray mornings right. in right. new york right. and that can be like a little like put you down Absolutely. Bit. I mean, I think that that's also part of the reason why people move here to L.A., right? Is that like you get that sunshine, you get out of that, and that really does play a toll on you psychologically. Well, here we go. We're going to share a little bit of Gray Morning here with the people um, on Dash Radio. We appreciate you tuning in. We've got more with Fox Track, Fox Tracks here in a minute. In fact, you guys are going to play... Um, one of your new songs that just debuted today. Um, so we're excited about that. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into next with DJ Hoppa. Let's do it.
Yeah, there is. Great morning. It's not a great morning here in LA, and very rarely is it a great morning, but uh, the fellas are here. Fox Tracks here in studio with me on Dash Radio. That last song of theirs called Great Morning on the Nothing Lasts Forever EP that is coming out very soon. Uh, you guys have also recently, today in fact, released a new song called Nothing Lasts Forever, which is off of the EP title track. Tell me a little bit more about about that song. Uh, I think that tune is way different in vibe from mm. Grey Morning, for sure. Um, again, like this whole EP, like I was saying earlier, tells, I think, one longer story about there's a big wave of emotion being a young artist, and one of those emotions that you might often feel after feeling really down is that optimism about the fact that this part of life doesn't last forever. Like, Right. You're going to rise above that at some point. Like th- Just because you're really bummed out right now doesn't mean that your whole life is now you're bummed and it's over gray mornings every single day. Like right. That isn't what it's like. And so for us, like the whole lineage of this EP is like one piece of the story at a time mm. for how we feel now. And it's, it's strange because as a young band, by the time you make music in a song and it gets released... Right. Like, you're in a different place. Right, you don't feel that way anymore. Yeah, like, like, you're not going through that. And now it's like we, we do feel more things happening for the band and mm. people are really starting to dig the tunes and that's really gratifying. And it's kind of like you have a little bit more perspective on your own songs. Mm. Wow, okay, that, that made a lot of sense then. And we were kind of right. right. Awesome, that's sick. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because obviously from the, the title itself that can be interpreted interpreted two ways. Or, or distinctly two ways, probably more than that. But, you know, nothing lasts forever, nothing bad lasts forever, or nothing good lasts forever. So um, I'm, I'm curious with you guys, um, the the other side of that, the nothing good lasts forever, how do you deal with that? I think it's just by keeping a, a positive outlook. Mm. You know, I think it's nothing in life lasts forever, the good or the bad. So when the right. good ends, it's really just something new beginning. Mm. Well put. Yeah, well Love put. That. I want to I think I want to get like snaps. Or, <laughs> that needs to go on a t-shirt or something. Uh maybe that gets get sold on your guys' website as new merch. Nothing lasts forever merch. Um It'll be there. It'll be there. Yeah, we have a limited go. edition t-shirt for Nothing Lasts Forever. There you go. And we're actually uh, going on a, a tour for to support Nothing Lasts Forever as well in November. Yes. So tell me a little bit more about the tour and what do you guys know where you're going yet? Yeah, it's going to be a West Coast tour um highlighted by the uh, Roxy Theater on November 9th, nice. uh, which is going to be super fun and then we're also doing San Diego at the Casbah. Um, up in Portland, and then we're doing uh, Seattle as well. Ah, nice. Going to hit the whole coast. Yes, sir. Nice, man. Uh, and let us know of some of the other big things that are coming for Fox Tracks. For sure. I mean, we're going to do more. We're going to do actually a, like, kind of a mini. Uh, do you know what So Far Sounds are? No. Oh, it's really cool. Like, they put on these intimate shows okay. in the room. We've grown to be great partners with them. So nice. We're going to go on a little, like, mini tour of the same tour we're going to do in November. So we're going to first hit all those cities with these, like, private, intimate acoustic shows up and down the coast. And then in November, hit the full tour, like, in, like, the Roxy-type venues. Yeah, in a m- more proper venue. Yeah, right. and I gotcha. think that that's going to be a super exciting thing for us because we're a band that has always kind of tried to pride ourselves on being, you know, rock and roll band, but also mm. being able to, like, play for, like, 10 people and like a really intimate storytellers kind of set like those were always cool to us like we love nirvana unplugged right. like that right I mean, that's my john will disagree and i'm sure jerry will as well but <laughs> that's my personal favorite you know that's nirvana at their best for I, me. I know I agree, I agree with that statement but that doesn't change the fact that i freaking love nirvana like they're, they're like, <laughs> when they're going at 110 percent, i still right. love them as right. much and and same with you guys i'm sure i mean that's the whole thing is there you're getting a different experience from the acoustic versus the full-on like production um i i love it and speaking of playing live for in an intimate environment you're gonna play right now for the four of us that are here in this room so this is perfect um you guys are gonna play us out with nothing lasts forever the title track off the ep we want to thank everybody for checking out fox tracks we've got more artists on the way don't go anywhere you're tuned in to discover right here on dash radio the breeze is blowing it's knocked me down I can't get up into the ground The sky is falling My world is caving in Don't know where I'm going Stuck in this place I've been Keep moving forward But I end up backwards Some days it's hard To make it onwards 
feel so restless It comes with being young So I tell myself I tell myself Nothing lasts forever Nothing lasts forever No, oh no Nothing lasts forever Nothing lasts forever No, oh can't complain I made it farther than most people do but the road is longer the waiting shakes me down to the core sometimes I ask myself why I do this for and I'm not the same as I was yesterday I'm always changing but nothing changes my stomach's turning scatter of time is eating me away nothing lasts forever nothing lasts forever no Yes, that's right. My name is DJ Hoppa. This is Next with DJ Hoppa. And I am very excited to have these guys here in studio. Flights over Phoenix. Yo. What's going on? How are we doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Doing great. You guys, are, you guys are great, man. I love the... Um, I love the airplane. Is Thanks, that is so. that a part of Flights Over Phoenix? You know, it isn't, but the more I think about it, it I'm like, well, now it looks that way. So, right. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, let's take it that way. You're let's like, yeah, that absolutely. Yeah. That's what it's for. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that was the wrong <laughs> answer, Keith. I know, I know. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Fellas, tell me a little bit more about how you guys all connected up, because we were just chatting about this a second. Yeah. I want to share this with yeah, the people so, online here. So, uh, Chris and I actually met on Craigslist. And uh, yeah, Are you we, selling a couch or? Yeah. I don't want to say what we were doing. <laughs> okay, but, uh, yeah, right, know, right. Yeah, Let's yeah. not get into that. <laughs> no, but so you know, I moved to LA and I was looking for musicians in like every possible place. Mm. So I'm like, all right, well, Craigslist, like you never know, right? I had a bunch of things on music ads and this and that, and uh, I'd actually forgot that I had this ad up. So like when I got the email, I was like, oh yeah, I guess you're responding to the ad that I didn't know I had up. Mm. But uh, yeah, so got a lot of weird responses as well <laughs> sure, over sure. the year that I was looking. Um, and, and it's funny, like musicians in LA are just like a lot of them were just like, yeah, I play guitar. Here's my number. There was no like actual response. As right. As you just kind of filter them out. But Chris was like the first guy to actually like have like a coherent, intelligent like response. The, the so, first normal guy. Yeah, I was yeah, like, right. this seems okay <laughs> enough to meet in person. Right. So yeah, so that's how we met. Nice, yeah. nice. And then, and, then, and then how did you guys connect? Oh, man. A mutual friend. Chris was at a party with a mutual friend. And what? I was you told him you were looking for a drummer? looking for a drummer. And he said, oh, my buddy Jordan is a drummer. I'm like, oh, connect us. And then you messaged me on Facebook the next day. Yeah. There oh, you go. Facebook and Craigslist. Facebook yeah. and Craigslist. You guys are the, yeah, like the, the new generation band, that's right? Good. Like That's what you need to be. Yeah. Um, and the name? Flights Over Phoenix? 
So I'm kind of a UFO dork. Okay. And, uh, this was like a reference to uh, UFO fight, uh, sighting in Phoenix. So, uh, and Stone Temple Pilots and Foo Fighters are like two of my favorite 90s bands, and those are both like UFO references. But right. I also, I dug that it wasn't like super spacey or like right. dorky like, alien, you know, you know? Like UFO yeah, from Mars. Totally, right. exactly. Yeah, right. So I, I thought that was kind of cool, and yeah, just went with it. It was hard to find band names. It's such a hard thing to do. So I was like, we all kind of dug it, and we're like, all right, let's go with that. By the way, one of the things that I'm always curious about, is there any sort of a registry for bands? There should be. There should be, right? Yeah, Where yeah. you can then like go and like check yeah. against it and be like, and then like, hey, we're flights, we're flights over Phoenix, totally. locked in. Totally. Nobody else don't can even take touch it. it. Right? Yeah, well, because I've heard of other bands who have who have built a good reputation as a band and a good following in Europe. Then they came over here to, to break in the states, and they find out that there's another band with the same name who's equally as big, but in the states. So it's right. like, well, one of us is changing our name, right? You know. Well, it actually, our name started as Lights Over Phoenix, and yeah. then um, I found out I didn't check the, the registry, <laughs> which and, doesn't exist. Doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah. And Google so, is the registry, right? Right. And so people would be like, "Yo, what's your band name, dude? I'll check it out." And I'm like, "Lights Over Phoenix," and they'd be like. Yeah, there was like five Lights Over Phoenix bands. And when I Googled you, all that would come up was the Phoenix Lights thing. So I was like, well, I got to change it. Right. So just added right. the F and then now yeah. we're, we're by ourselves. There you go. Yeah. It, it's all about search engine optimization these really days is. too, right? Yeah. I mean, like this is the modern modern day age of that. Well, tell me a little bit more about, okay, so you guys found each other and you've been working on this project and you've got this EP that came out called Where I Come Down, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit more about the, the project as a whole. Yeah, so, um, you know, Chris and I, like I said, we met like three years ago. Jordan's been with us now close to two years. And, uh, yeah, we've just been writing a lot. You know, the first stages of it was just writing and trying to find, like, you know, what we were musically. Mm. We all come from different musical backgrounds. We share a lot of the same, like, common musical influences. But, you know, Jordan likes, like, you know, jazz fusion stuff and, like, you know, a lot of stuff that I've never even listened to. And, right. You know, so... Uh, it took us a while to kind of get our groove, but um, the chemistry between the three of us was was pretty much there right off the, the get-go. So um, just been writing, recording, and then took like six months of uh, once we picked the songs for the EP to actually self-produce it in Chris's house and just kind of DIY it. Nice. So, yeah. Six brutal months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and, yeah. and this has got to feel great now that this... This project is out there, and yeah. you you now shot videos and stuff. Like now it's now it's starting to become real. I imagine. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's it's nice to just move on to that next chapter, and also you know learning what we learned. You know, we're not producers. You know, we're mm -hmm. musicians. We're kind of mm -hmm. figuring out how to produce an album. I think for the next EP, you know, if we go and produce it ourselves again, we'll you know be that much wiser this time going right. through. You know. Right. Things trial, trial and error. Yeah. Exactly. You, know, you, yeah. you figure things out. Totally. Right? Work totally. on some of the kinks for next time. Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes that's the best way, right? Because otherwise then you've got this crutch and you're like, well, but then we need to bring in somebody yeah, to produce exactly. it. Yeah. Now you're just like, now when you bring somebody in, you're like, hey, look, they got to be better than what we could do on our own. Yeah, right? totally. It has yeah, to be 100%. a stylistic choice also if we want to bring somebody else in because with the three of us doing it ourselves, um, we were able to make all the creative decisions. Right. You know? Right. Uh, you have a fourth person coming in. It can be good. It can be bad. But you don't know until you're there doing it. Sure. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Well, I want to get into some of these records here. Uh, we've got the first one I want to play is Sleepless Nights. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit more about Sleepless Nights. Yeah. So that one came. Uh, we were. I was at Chris's house one day, one afternoon. I like. Yeah, we just kind of. We weren't. I don't even think we were writing. We were just hanging out, talking, and he was noodling this acoustic guitar part and I was like oh that's pretty cool and I just kind of started singing over it mm. and, and like the thing I started singing I think is like the pre-chorus of the song and uh, I was like wait this is kind of cool so I just like you know we grabbed her phone hit like the voice memo recording yep. and then like it was one of those songs that like 15 minutes we, like we were like itself, tracking yeah. it and recording it and wow. like uh, you know we went in when we went to the studio to do the EP I think all we added was like you know couple live drum things a couple bass things and like a couple harmonies and like other than that it was done that first day so nice yeah. and then the lyrical content of sleepless nights yeah it's kind of about like um i mean it, i wanted to write it in a way that uh normally with lyrics i try to make it clear what i'm talking about but with this one it was just kind of like a feeling and uh for me it might be different for someone else listening for me it's kind of about you know someone in your past that you're reconnecting with and you're kind of both going through like what 
should we have done better? What would, could mm. we have done better? And what, uh, you know, if we did go back into it, like, what would that look like? And, uh, but it's obviously someone that's kept you up over the years. Right. It's something that you've, you know, gone to bed thinking about or waking up thinking about, oh, should I have done that different? So it just kind of explores that a little bit. Nice, yeah. nice. Well, let's get into it. Uh, we've got Flights Over Phoenix, not Lights Over Phoenix, but nah, Flights exactly. Over Phoenix uh, here in studio with us here at Dash. Uh, this is one of their new songs here, Sleepless Nights, right here on Dash Radio. Sleepless nights right here on Dash Radio. Flights over Phoenix in studio with me right here, right now. Uh, fellas, uh, great vibe with thank that you, record. And I was saying that the, the hook is really, really catchy. That's a great, like, pop hook. Right thank there. you very much. Yeah. Nicely done. Uh, we've got a, another record that we're going to play from you guys as well. But um, tell me a little bit more about, like, the live show and you guys playing live. And what, yeah. what does that look like on stage? Yeah, so we uh, so live we uh, actually hire a bass player and a keyboard player. Okay, and uh, so it's a little bigger crew up there. But yeah, we just uh, just kind of go for it. You know, Jordan's singing background, the keyboard singer sings background, and we just uh, try to bring really high energy. You mm -hmm. know, it's, I do. I definitely think it takes a different energy on live yeah. you know, than the records. So yeah. uh, definitely worth. It's a little. On scene. It gets a little rock. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's pretty rock at some points for our live show. Yeah, you know, which is cool for us because I feel like. 
uh, that's kind of where we all lie in our personalities as far as live music anyway. You know what I mean? We appreciate going to see somebody really rock out. So that's right. What we and that's kind of what you want to do, right? You want to yeah. you want to see that as totally. opposed to just to sounding yeah. exactly like the record. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we're not like some super eclectic, you know, band that puts out some real cerebral music that's very like super vibey. <laughs> right. You know, we just kind of go out there and try to be true to ourselves. And I think that comes off. Authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hope so. Yeah, that's big. It's big. I feel like that's really important for artists these days, right? Is to to be true and and to be able to like for your fans to be able to see that. That's what they connect yeah, with yeah. is like that authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all off of the Where I Come Down EP that is out now everywhere. Um, talk to me a little bit about the process and maybe some of the challenges in releasing this EP because I mean, as we all know, releasing music today and on one hand is easier on the other hand there's definitely some challenges with oh, yeah. releasing music yeah. tell me tell me about that a little bit it's a it's, it's it's a good question um i think you know on the one hand like you said there's something great about releasing stuff independently you mm-hmm. don't have anyone breathing down your neck this and that but at the same time you know as a new band especially you're trying to build an audience you're right. trying to get people to hear your music you know um obviously ideally it would be great if we, you know, if you had a label behind you and someone to push your music and put it in the right spots and mm-hmm. get people to hear it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think as a new band, we're trying to figure out how to, you know, have people hear it, you know, and then also figuring out, you know, all these new songs that we're writing and recording now, it's like timing when to put them out and not, you know, making sure we have a big enough audience to do that where yep. you're actually going to hear it. You know, you don't want to just like put it out and then your Facebook friends and family hear it and then <laughs> it's like it just collects dust on it's Spotify, lost, yeah. you know, like... So, um, but yeah, so, I mean, it's a blessing and a curse in a way, I think. Um, but for now, especially, you know, being new artists, I think it's great for us to put it out ourselves and really kind of um, kind of etch in stone what we want sonically yep. And, yep. and get that clear to people. And then, you know, if things grow along the way, then great. You know? Yeah, I feel like one of the things that is happening more and more with the rise of independence and the way that music is distributed now is that I feel like there's more artists that are sort of forced into understanding the music business mm-hmm. side of it, yeah. as opposed to just like back in the day, it's just like, all right, well, we'll just... Uh, my job music. is to go in and make some music. <laughs> yeah. and your job is to figure out what happens with it afterwards. And yeah. I think like that... That is key, where now I feel like bands like yourselves are now more involved in A to Z, right? Of, of even totally. getting that music into the fans' hands. How do you keep the fans engaged? How do you keep that going and, and all of that? Um, I'm very excited about what's to come for you guys. Uh, I want to play one more song here on the show. You've got a song called Middle of the World. Mm-hmm. Fun. fun. Tell me, <laughs> tell me about this one. Yeah. Yeah, this is just a fun little like hook we started and... Um... Yeah, and it was kind of similar to Sleepless in that way where it, it came very quickly. Mm. Um, and the lyrical content, I suppose, when you break it all down is kind of similar in the sense of uh, it's, it's kind of about exploring the feelings of loneliness, um, kind of through a dream state. Someone said to me, they saw the video recently, they're like, oh, was that... Was that like about drugs? Because there's like a cactus uh, running, like running around, and I was like, "It's not, but you can take it that way." <laughs> but, I mean, but sure, yeah, if that's yeah. what if that's you what you be. think it, it is for you. It is that's right. cool. Um, yeah, so it's just kind of about like uh, you know, I think when you're going through stuff, tough times, and you're in a lonely place, like your dreams are weird. You know, mm. your dreams, you, and you can wake up with this really like weird feeling. And I think it's like un- this uneasiness. Yeah. Right? And and I, and I think right. the lyrics are kind of just about describing like this weird landscape of this like lonely dream being caught in a storm. But it's so. interesting mm-hmm. because the lyrical content kind of is juxtaposed by like song fun itself. music. Yeah. You know, right. The song itself. It's really depressing when I say it this way, but <laughs> like, yeah, the song yeah. isn't like that at all. But yeah, it's funny because it's something that I feel like people, if they're so inclined, they can dance to. Right. But, yeah. You know, lyrical content, um, you know, you take it how you want yeah but you know we just want to give you know somebody yeah i, I love that i love when when beat. you play with the 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 two sides of yeah the yeah yeah you know, you know? I, I don't know if it was necessarily intentional but that's what happened yeah. and um it just you know the song lent itself to being an up-tempo you know kind of dance poppy yeah. right. rock song you gotta let the songs write themselves you gotta let that just you know come through um well i'm very excited about what's to come for you guys uh flights over phoenix uh ep out everywhere now where i come down i've also got a 
page on my website, djhapa.com, that is housing this interview and has links back to Flights Over Phoenix and all the other artists that we've had here on the show. So go and check that out. And uh, man, fellas, thanks for coming in. I appreciate you you guys being here. Uh, We're going to close everything off with this uh, middle of the world. Flights Over Phoenix right here on Dash Radio. Yes, that's right. Welcome to Next with DJ Hoppa. I am DJ Hoppa, and this is Next, where we highlight artists that are right there, right on the cusp, on the rise, guys that we are very, very proud of getting first in a lot of cases, or at least being one of the first to feature them. And uh, this is definitely true for my man who is here right now. Everybody, Matt Westerman, right? Did I get yeah, that right? Exactly. Okay, Westerman. <laughs> Matt Westerman is here. How you doing, man? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm good, man. And and your music is so positive. <laughs> I love it, man. This is the way to do it. Positive, uplifting. Um, I'm all about that, man. And uh, I'm very excited to be able to have you on the show today. Thank you Thanks, for being well, here. It's, it's great to be here. It's, a, it's an honor. So thank you. Cool, brother. Well, I wanna um I wanna jump right in and and find out a little bit more about you because um man, how did you get how did you get started? How did music enter your world? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I uh, I didn't really start writing songs till after college. Okay. Um, I, I was a psychology major, and I actually did stand-up comedy in college. Really? So, <laughs> Tell me a joke. No, I'm just uh, That's what everyone always says. I know. That's what I, 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 I it would, was too long oh. ago. My jokes are like three minutes long. I don't remember them. But, uh... Anyway, so that was like my first foray into performing. Okay. And then I, I mean, I've always played guitar and I started singing and just writing songs. And it was a great, like, just way, like a self-therapeutic method for me to like make myself happy. Mm. I think like I took myself from like sad places and like writing the song. I like wrote how I wanted to feel or like what my, like, like more of like, like where I wanted to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. right, right, right. For sure. Um, did the psychology background, like, I mean, I know people that do that. I mean, I feel like I do that, like on a daily basis, just kind of like, okay, I'm feeling down. Let me kind of either go through a mantra or just like channel positive vibes in order to get myself to that place. But is there a real scientific thing (laughs) that's there too? I mean, you you studied psychology as well. How did that play into all of that? Uh, you know, it must, if if it was, if it did, it's like subconscious, like subliminal messaging. I don't. I wasn't thinking about like what I studied in college while I was writing my songs, right. but it's just like how I think. I'm just, I think I'm a very like just in my head kind of guy. Mm. 
Mm. Nice, man. Nice. Well, we've got two songs from you today that we're going to um, play here on Dash. These are both records from the Life Out Loud EP that's coming November yes, 3rd, right? That is right. God, that must be exciting, man. And I'm right so around the pumped. corner. Yeah. Really. And now tell me a little bit about the Life Out Loud EP as a whole, the project itself. Uh, well, it's uh, six songs. It's uh, just like six of my it's, it's six of my best songs I've written. It's like my greatest hits. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. A great first title. Very arrogant. No, that's a great way to do it. <laughs> my first record. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a collection of songs that I think like accurately just like talk about how like what I've gone through in the last couple of years. Mm. Uh, there's a song like the the, the pick. They're all, they're all like kind of like psycholog- psychological journeys. Like, uh, well, see, there you go. The there you go, right. <laughs> like, there you go. don't give up on you. The song mm. uh, that could be for anyone. Like, it, it is whatever it is to you. But for me, it was kind of like a song I wrote to pick myself up. Mm. Like, I was the sad person in the song and the happy person in the song. Like, ah, interesting. So it sounds like it's two people, but insider info it's pretty much just was me one day well isn't isn't that a part of that where we all where there's all these like little people that we have inside exactly. of us yeah. right that you know you could see it that way or that's like one that way movie. to see it yeah what was that movie uh, like, where they're all like emotions right like yeah i forget what that movie is it's a good one it's oh, a good yeah. one though that's a definitely a good one well i want to get into uh don't give up on you since you were okay. just mentioning that um in terms of this what was going on at the time, I guess, with you and, you know, that inspired this? Um, you know, because, like, a, going after, like, a music career, like, doesn't really make sense logically. <laughs> like, it makes Yeah, more, no, it's true. Like, go be a lawyer, go to school or something. Right. Go, like, do construction. And it was just, like, the point where, like, like art, like, intersected with, like, reality. And this was me telling myself, like, no, there's something real here. Mm. Like, keep going. Like, don't, there's some, like, essence in you that has to come out. Uh, so what? Just keep, just keep exploring what that is. So that song was like an encouragement. To- yeah, I feel like there's a lot of creatives that that struggle with that, and I mean it's an ongoing thing, right? I mean yeah. because the the really the grind and the hustle really never stops. Right. I mean even when you when you reach that level of success, in some ways that can even be more challenging because then it's like, well, what do you do next? How do you follow that up? How yeah, do you you know how you do you keep that going? It. Right. Right. Um, I love the idea of this. Uh, We're going to play it right here, right now on Dash Radio. This is Don't Give Up On You, uplifting song. Matt Westerman is here. Yeah, we're going to pick everybody up right now. Uh, Don't Give Up On You, right here on Next with DJ Hopper. More with Matt in a minute, but here it is. My friend, you seem tired, a little uninspired, stuck out of tune. You keep dragging your ass through the mud of your past Well, of course you feel blue I know it's hard when the pain of your scars keeps seeping through Please disregard them Then you could see yourself the way I do Don't give up on you now It may not be clear how You're gonna break out I swear on it Don't give up on you yet You're gonna pull through it Yeah, it's a sure bet I'm telling ya stuck in your head but to me you sound crazy cause you always amaze me when you let loose instead Mm. I know it's rough cause you just spend enough time feeling down but if you start looking up you'll feel all this love and we'll turn things around Don't give up on you now It may not be clear how You're gonna break out I swear on it Don't give up on you yet You're gonna pull through it Yeah, it's a short bet I'm telling ya 
What a great message. Don't give up. Woo. Don't give up out there. Don't do it. It, it. it gets rough. The road gets rough, right? Especially in music. Oh, gosh. Or anything in entertainment. But just in general, I mean, life in, in general, I feel like this is such a great song for just even the time that we live in right now, yeah. right? I mean, there's, I feel like you turn on the news and there's just always something, right? That's like, oh, that's such a downer. But um, yeah, such a great like message to put into song. Uh, that is Matt Westerman, who's hanging out with me here at Dash Radio at the Dash Studios. We're going through a couple of tracks off of his Life Out Loud EP, which is out everywhere November 3rd. Uh, excited to get this first, man. Thanks for bringing all of this stuff by. Um, we were just talking as that song was playing about how I totally see that visual. Like, I see that song being in a movie or in a TV show or something like that. Do, do you see a visual for that song? Like, is there going to be a video for it? You know, that's, that's a great question. Yeah. Since it's such like, it's, it takes on such like a serious topic matter, I found it hard to think of what the music video is going to be. Mm. I found it's, it's harder with those more like ethereal concepts to yeah. think of a music video because... Like, it could be anything. Like, when a song's about a girl, like, you can just have a girl in it. Or right. Like, I love you, so let's show, right. me, let's show me loving you. Right. But, like, these more, like, jet, like since this song means a lot to me, it's just been hard for me to narrow it down to one. Mm. So I'll keep you posted. Yeah, I might have some ideas for that, too, man. Actually, the, my wheels are spinning because I think, like, obviously that's a universal message. But there's so many causes out there. There's so many things out there that I think this could you know, be a song for, yeah. like a, a song to celebrate that, um, that perseverance. Ah, love it. Uh, well, you've got this other song too that I want to talk a little bit about, uh, One Fine Day. But before we get into that, tell me a little bit more about who is Matt Westerman? Like, you know, you mentioned the fact that you uh, were doing comedy. Yeah. I want to know, like, did you incorporate <laughs> song into comedy? And was, was that a thing or did you just... No. I, nev I never married the two, but what it did was it made it. Some people talk about like stage fright when yes. they're performing musically, and I just tell you, stand up comedy is the scariest thing. It's oh, just, I can only imagine. It's like having a conversation with someone, but they can't talk back to you. They can just <laughs> laugh, right. and it's weird. It's and, like radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, every day I'm like putting myself up there, like, can you hear me? I don't know. Um, no, it's much, it's much more difficult than radio is. Um, yeah. Your how long did you do stand up? Not that long. It was like okay. a year. It was my senior year of college, and then uh, so then I just started writing songs and going to open mics, and I just felt more comfortable. Like I knew I could just play my song, and if it, if I didn't think it was going well, you can just kind of close your eyes and just <laughs> pretend you're in your bedroom. Well, and people kind of, you, I feel like people are a little bit more lenient when it comes to somebody performing their own song as opposed to somebody up there doing comedy. Right, I feel like we give we give maybe singer songwriters a little bit more of a leash. You know, <laughs> we're nicer to them. Yeah, we're a little bit nicer to them. Like you know, um, what was the most uh, memorable experience from the stand-up comedy days? Uh, we had this like competition. So I, I went to UC Santa Barbara, and we uh, like battled other schools. <laughs> oh, like a like an intercollegiate comedy battle. Yeah, which is weird because it's not a team sport at all. You, you go up there. <laughs> so, but we we played uh, UCLA. Oh. And, did. And, and did you beat my? Uh, oh no! We did. I know. Oh, well, we don't have the funniest people at UCLA. <laughs> I'm just saying. We we didn't win though. We lost to like I think Berkeley or something. Uh, was it like it was an all UC thing or something like that? Uh, man, there's like 32 schools. I think we were the West Coast. It was like the NCAA bracket. Oh, cool. So we were the West Coast bracket. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Um, that well, that sounds fun. And so it was like just like a team of comedians. Pretty much. Nice. Nice. That would be an interesting thing. Well, I guess that would that's kind of like the voice or whatever. But I was going to say, like, that's that would be an interesting thing to do with musicians. Yeah. In that way. Even at the collegiate level. battle off. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, well, I want to get into this song, One Fine Day. And uh, again, this is off the Life Out Loud EP, which is out everywhere November 3rd. Uh, Matt Westerman is here with me here in studio. Uh, this One Fine Day track. You have done a visual for this. You yeah. just kind of got done shooting it. Um, yeah. Talk about that, because that, what an experience that was, I bet. <laughs> okay, so first, this song was just released this week. It was uh, premiered on Axis. Nice. Uh, ra not radio, Axis. The, the dot com. Right, okay. Axis Internet. Yes. And uh, anyway, so it's out now. I think by the time this airs, it'll be everywhere. Yep. Uh, so it's a song about taking a chance and kind of like taking a leap of faith. So it's like about a metaphorical leap of faith. So like, you're like, what's like the most literal leap of faith I could do? 
So I decided to, for the music video, it's a documentation of me going skydiving for the first oh time. Oh my gosh. In my life. That is the biggest leap of faith <laughs> yeah. that you could take. Um, so tell me about that experience because I've yet to do that. I'm, I'm a bit... I'm a bit scared of what that's like, man. I'm I'm not big on heights uh, at all, but you know, jumping out of a plane seems a bit uh, out of my comfort zone. <laughs> me Talk too. me into it. That's why I had to do it. I right. had to do it for my for my song. Um, yeah, I never thought I'd really do it my whole life. I wasn't like it wasn't like something I needed to do. Right. But once I realized it was like the perfect thing for this song, I was like, oh, I have to do it. Let's let's go. So I researched it. I like made sure like the it wasn't like a 50-50 chance I'd die. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, so it looks like it's actually pretty safe. It's it's actually I, I read somewhere it's safer to go skydiving than it is to drive ten thousand miles. Wow! So you're so we just like what we perceive as risky is just like it's all sure kind of right. What seems like it's risky, but not scientifically. So uh, I just I, I went up, actually went up to Santa Barbara to do it skydive Santa Barbara, and that whole week was just. <laughs> a lot of anxiety. Yeah, I bet. I like, Is this the last time I'm going to see my, my mom? Right. Should, like, tell her I love her today. Yeah, yeah you're like <laughs> calling everybody you know. Hey, so I just want to let you know I love you. And yeah. uh, that's it. That's all I called this day. To- no big deal. Why? Right. No reason. <laughs> so I went up there with uh, my director and we just got a bunch of footage of me going up there and me like being scared driving up there me like going to the place and then once you meet the guy like they were they were really they were amazing uh i highly recommend like they're very professional they made mm. me feel good uh super chill so you get on the plane and it's just like uh this is really happening <laughs> now you're like strapped to this dude right so you're, you're, you're you feel I mean, a little you feel uh, that's got to make you feel a little bit safer absolutely right? oh i don't yeah. want any responsibility right so like you're going up and then i was the last one to go Oh, that see, I could like I would have to be like number two or no, I mean number one is tough, but like I don't know. I the whole time you're sitting there. Yeah. So did you elect to go last? Yeah, because I thought I thought actually it was a music video decision. I thought oh, it'd I be see, cool to have the plane be empty while I was jumping. Oh right, there we go. I was, I was playing director <laughs> and fearing for my life at the same time. Make sure we're getting this multitasking and the parachute open. Um, so. You just see people just start plopping out of the plane. It's like, where are they going? And they're just like, bloop, bloop, bloop. And they're just jumping out of a plane. And then you're next. And it was, that was that moment where it was like, I was like kind of just shocked. You, if you see the video, you'll see. I think my mouth's just like wide open at this point. It's just like one, two, and then you just bloop. Yeah, I was going to say, do you even remember this? Or did you just like black out? And you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> I remember just like scream. I was just like. Ah. Yeah. I, I like, my body didn't want to do it. But like, I did it. That's awesome, man. Well, I I'm glad that you did. I can't wait to see the video. And then it gets fun. Just see, it wasn't scary. Like then it's six. Seconds. You said about six seconds in, it got fun. Yeah, once you're like, ah, then you're like, wait, this is pretty cool. You look down, you just feel like you're stuck in the sky, kind of, because mm. it doesn't feel like you're getting falling. closer to the right. ground. It's just really far. And would you do it again? Uh, great question. Uh, I'm gonna go with I would do it again. Okay. I'm not like rushing to go back right now i mean i i hear it's kind of like getting a tattoo like i mean i'm I, i'm a you know after you can't just get one it's hard to get one tattooed and so like um i've heard that about skydiving too i've got friends who you know they're now on 300 jumps oh, really? or whatever you know or, yeah. or how, whatever they call that uh well it's like you know what it, it, I've, I've noticed it makes other decisions less scary like oh like i'm that's able, interesting i feel like i've been more decisive since i i did it because like oh i'm not gonna this isn't as scary as jumping out of a plane. Let's just make a decision. Right. So, like, so where do you want to eat lunch today? It's like, you can make that decision yeah. now. <laughs> nice. Um, well, I want to get into this record, yeah. One Fine Day. I want to thank you for being here. Um, I want to remind everybody to go to my website, djhoppa.com. We've got an entire um, write-up on all three artists that we have here on Next. We've also got the playback of this interview, as well as links back to Matt and all of the other artists that we have on the show. So... Here it is, without further ado, One Fine Day, a.k.a. the skydiving song, <laughs> right here on Dash Radio. Got a little secret, find it hard to keep, see things are gonna go my way. How I'm not so sure when it's all been done before, but can dreams go to waste? See, all I know, I feel whole when I listen to what's in my soul. So here's the plan, I'm gonna take a stand and be Turn it all around One fine 
jumping out of my bed. No reason to be scared. I see love is everywhere when I get out of my head. And all I know and all I feel make up this crazy world I call real. So here's the plan. I'm gonna take a stand and be who I want to. Yeah, it's one fine day to turn it Gonna go my way One fine day Yeah, it's one fine day I'm not gonna wait around Cause life is happening right now No, I'm not gonna wait and see Today Next, with DJ Hopper on Discover.